Hey guys, welcome back to the Anything Can Happen podcast, where literally anything can happen. Um, I'm here with Big Ten Frank, uh, Swine Flu Luke, and AJ Poda is not here with us currently. He's at work today. Um, we're going to do a little something special today. We got a guest on our show. Uh, joining us today is one of our actual first followers on Twitter, and he's a big fan of the Chicago Bears and uh, Chicago Cubs, and he's also been featured on Bro Bible and Barstool Sports. Uh, this is David Prince. How you doing today, David? I'm doing good. Thanks for having me on, guys. It's been a long time. Been <laughs> it, for sure. Yeah, it has been a long time. Um, so what we want to talk about today is we just want to get into a little um, Chicago Bears uh, football and uh, touch on some Chicago Cubs baseball at the end. So um, let's start off with the Chicago Bears. How do you think their season's going so far? Well, I mean, obviously it can be going a lot better. Um, thankfully, we're not 0-2, which I think this club it should be. Uh, the way that they've been playing besides the defense has just been extremely poor. So to be one and one going into the Washington game on Monday Night Football, it's a bright spot for sure. But I think uh, the Bears, uh, they've just been they've been underperforming. Mitch has been horrendous. Uh, Matt Nagy is he getting better right. as far as the yeah, Matt Nagy is getting better as far as the, as far as the play calling goes. Uh, but I think they're gonna like I said, they're one and one. They're keeping it together. Uh, Monday night is going to be a big night for both Trubisky and Matt Nagy and the Bears offense. So um, they're going to have to really come out uh, on national television and, you know, improve that they can score more than, you know, 13 points, you know. So we'll see. Um, right now it's up in the air, but I'm definitely nervous. Um, but I'm hoping the, the arrow is pointing up after Monday night. So we'll see. You think this is the biggest game in Mitch Trubisky's uh, young career, Monday night against the Redskins? Because they kind of got to come out. With a against a bad Redskins defense. Yeah, no, I actually tweeted something like this. I think it was a couple of days ago. Um, I said basically next Monday night is perhaps the biggest game of Trubisky's young career. And the reason why I say that is because if you look back all the way to last year um, when they played the Minnesota Vikings in Game 16, they ended up winning, but he only scored. He didn't. He didn't score a touchdown. Um, and then they went to play the Philadelphia Eagles in the first playoff game. Uh, and he only scored one touchdown. And then you go uh, into the new season after a whole, you know, off-season training camp, and, and it's supposed to be, you know, the second year in Matt Nagy's offense, and they're supposed to have a breakout game against the Packers. They don't score a touchdown. They play Denver Broncos, and Mitch Trubisky has not scored a touchdown. So it's been a it's been a uh, cause for concern the last probably four or five games, and it's starting to trend in the wrong way. Um, so if he bombs on Monday night and, you know, on national television again, uh, I believe I believe his confidence is going to be shot. Um, you know, at least for at least in Chicago, all of Chicago is already turning on him. Um, he's a great guy, uh, but his performances have just been awful. It reminds us of Rex Grossman, Kyle Orton, um, and even you know Jay Cutler. Um, but Jay Cutler had you know a little bit more success um, in his career in Chicago than Mitch has so far. Um, but like I said, I think if he has a horrible game, um, I'm talking two to three interceptions. Um, on the national stage, I think it's going to be extremely hard for him to recover. Um, just, you know, his confidence is already at all-time low, even though he says he's fine. But I'm sure he needs a big game, just like Chicago and the fans do. So I think it's going to be important that he comes out and takes advantage of being on the national spotlight. So, And it's good for the locker room, too. So we'll, we'll see. Definitely. And I'm really, I'm really with you on how we're talking about this is, this is like kind of make or break. Chicago fans are really brutal. Um, we, I, I was at the, I was at the Chicago and Packers game 
and we were booing halfway through the second quarter. So that just tells you right there how much um, hope we got for this team and how much we do put on Mitch's back and, and Nagy's back. So I really do think for a young quarterback like Mitch, it is important for him to um, perform how he should perform in his third season. Um, quick question for you. Do you think uh, any of this underperforming has to do with him not playing in training camp and a lot of those starters not playing in training camp? Or are you with um, like those starters not playing in training camp? How do you see that? Yeah, that's a really good question. So, I mean, I, I don't, I think that's, you know, a really lame excuse. If you just look at Patrick Mahomes or, you know, Carson Wentz, Deshaun, Deshaun Watson, Lamar Jackson, yes, they played a couple snaps in preseason, but there's no excuse. I mean, I'm sure there's rust, but that, that was, you know, you can use that for the first quarter of the Packers game. Other than that, you got to become, you got to come out prepared to play. He's a professional, you know, he gets paid to do this. Uh, and the offense, I know, I know I'm talking a lot about Trubisky, but she is the quarterback, so he gets a lot of the blame. But the whole offense um, is didn't look great, especially uh, um, in the opening day against the Packers. Um, now, Denver, I feel like, you know, the offensive line, Matt Nagy's play calling, and even the receivers, he got a little bit more separation than they did on Monday or on uh, Thursday night against the Packers. So I think it's, you know, it's trending upward. But Trubisky is the only one that is, you know, it looks like he's regressed. And, and that's scary, especially with the Bears, you know, investing so much in him. They put, you know, they've gotten a great defense, uh, a generational defense with Cleo Mack and company. They have weapons around him and Allen Robinson, Anthony Miller. They drafted David Montgomery. This whole entire organization is building upon Trubisky becoming a franchise quarterback. And the fact that he's not taking that next step, it's it's depressing and, it, and it's, it's a scary thought. Um, I mean, being a Chicago Bears fan, it's, it's never easy. Um, and I think with Trubisky and Watson, or I'm sorry, with Mahomes uh, and Watson, you know, performing at such high levels, it just, you know, the expectations are even, you know, higher with Trubisky when he. Yeah, that you know, definitely makes yeah, it. Yeah, it's worse. a tough that's, look that's when why it's so when tough. you can't hit a guy in the hands. It's horrible, man. <laughs> and it, that's the that's the thing. Like I've watched the film over the last two games, um, and the scariest part is. It's nothing, you know. It's just accuracy, and it's 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 easy throws. And I think he's actually had the most open throws in the last two games uh, in the NFL. And the fact that he can't hit these, he can't hit them. I mean, he just sails it. He sails. He he's sailing. He's sailing balls twenty feet over Taylor Gabriel's head. Who can? Who who's five? Who's five eight? Like, yeah, like. Yeah, that's true. And Taylor Gabriel. I mean, that does. I mean, I think the one he overthrew on uh, Sunday. If that was Allen Robinson, it would have been in his hands. But yeah, I know what you're kind of small. Yeah, uh, but no, no excuse. I mean, Patrick Mahomes throwing Tyree Kill, who's you know just as as small, and, and so like I said, I don't really Trubisky. And and then another thing is he's not reading the field. You know, I mean, I couldn't do it, but he he's you know in his third year in the NFL, and he can't you know do a basic read. He can't he he, he zones in on one guy, which is Allen Robinson for the most part. And he just stares him down, and I don't understand how he has not been picked more this season because he literally does not read his first or leave his first option. Yeah, that um, first week. The, that sorry about that. That first week, um, he didn't even target Anthony Miller, and he didn't even target Turbo either. So I mean, he's really looking at one read, like you said, and he's not he's not going through progressions like a normal quarterback in his third season should be doing. Yeah, that's the only that's the thing that's concerning. I mean, he's he's done it before. If you look, you know, last season he's had a couple big games where he's able to go through his progressions and, and you know, kind of calm down. I think right now 
it's kind of like a, a confidence thing. He, he's just not confident when he throws. He has no his, – his throws, there's no conviction. And I think it's because of, you know, just the play calling. Matt Mackey is kind of, you know, putting the training wheels back on him. I'm hoping Monday night, you know, they just say, you know, fuck it. Let's let him throw. If he throws four picks, he throws four picks. Let's just see if he can, you know, perform. Because, like, when he's not thinking, he plays better. Um, so, I mean, I'm hoping, like I said, just that they, you know, let him loose on Monday night. And, and let's just see what he actually can produce. So, I don't know, man. It's depressing just talking about it. Um, and I'm ready <laughs> for Monday night. So. Now, what do you think? The Bears created a lot of turnovers last year that just uh, realistically they're not going to produce the same amount of turnovers this year. Um, I think that helped Trubisky playing in a short field a lot last year. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how he has to do when he's got to go longer fields like he's been having to do the last two games, um, just because they're not going to be able to produce as many turnovers. Yeah, so I mean the turnover, yeah, I mean last year it was a um, historic year as far as the Bears' defense. I actually think this defense right now is better than last year. I think they're um, they're – they're blitzing more. I think Chuck Pagano is actually using the, the athletes that are on the field. They're, you know, Khalil Mack, Leonard Floyd's having a breakout year. Um, it's about time for him. So I think this de- this year's defense, it might not have the, you know, the numbers to match it. It's still early, so they might be able to surpass them. But right now they don't have, they have one interception. Um, so I think right now the, the numbers might not match last year, but I think it's just, they're going to be better. If you just watch them, you know, Sometimes, you know, the, the box score is just not everything, or it's not everything. So when you're watching this defense, they're consistently, you know, forcing three and outs. They're making, you know, Aaron Rodgers look like, you know, Mitch Trubisky. <laughs> yeah. to be honest. Um, no other team, or no other defense is going to be able to stop Aaron Rodgers the way the Bears did on Thursday night. Now, it was the first game of the season, but literally Aaron Rodgers, you know, Forced, and he got every point he could out of that defense, mm-hmm. um, and that's a testament to Aaron Rodgers, who is one of the best to do it. Uh, but this Bears defense is generational. I think this is going to be, you know, one of the prime years for him um, going, you know, in this window, in this title window. And it's up to Trubisky to not waste it. You know, don't pull Rex Grossman, you know, um, and waste a you know championship defense. So um, I think this defense, like you said, uh, to get back to the real question, will they be able to you know produce as many turnovers? I don't know. I hope so, because then that would, you know, help Trubisky uh, in short field, you know, get a little bit uh, shorter field uh, and maybe not um, have to drive the ball, you know, 80 yards, which who knows if he can do that. Like I said, it's just it's a weird time in Chicago as far as the offense goes. But, you know, we're used to it. So definitely we'll power through. Um, so with that uh, there, I, I, I personally think that the game plan at the beginning of the game should be getting the run going just to get that offensive line um, more into it and get their blocking schemes going more and more because like they like in that first game whenever they had momentum and whenever Trubisky was looking decent they would get a penalty they would get a delay a game they would get something like that so it does fall back on Trubisky a lot but also that offensive line has to come and perform more um what do you think what do you think that offensive line is thinking when they're when they always have to start within their five or 10 yard line, do you think that that's taking a toll on them because they are trying to run the ball and the defense knows that, or do you think they should, the bears should go to more like play action like that within their own five, 10 yard line to get a little pressure off the running game? Yeah. I mean, so when they, when it comes to play action, you know, you have to have faith in your quarterback can make a throw. Definitely. Um, and right now I hate to say, but Matt Nagy's, you know, just through, you know, he hasn't said it, but through his actions and his play calling, 
it just it doesn't seem that he trusts. Mitch yeah, he's scared to moment. use him. Um, and I think you know, being on the road, being against Vic Fangio, who knows Trubisky. Trubisky, when he first came into the league, uh, Vic has been there since day one, so he knows Trubisky's strengths, he knows his weaknesses. So I think he really the reason why there was such a safe play calling in Denver was it could get uh, it could have got ugly if you know Mitch threw the ball forty five times uh, like he did against Green Bay. So I think that's why they're so you know they're leaning heavy on the run game, um, helping Mitch out because if he he could have lost that game for them. You you saw how close it was. Definitely, definitely. To one second, and it, it was on Eddie Pinero's shoulders. Um, and thankfully, he made the kick. Otherwise, you know, this season could definitely be in a really bad spot, a, a, spy, a downhill spiral. Uh, but I think with Trubisky, um, you know, an offensive line um, having to start, you know, in the you know in their in their ten or you know beyond the, or before the twenty, um, I, I really don't think that phases them. Uh, they're a good offensive line. Uh, are they the greatest? No, but I think they're really uh, above average, um, especially when they're healthy. And I think last last week was a huge testament to them. They had Von Miller and that Denver um, defensive line. They held no sacks on Trubisky. So I think no matter where they start, they're going to do their job. And the Bears are only going to get better as the year goes on, especially if Trubisky can actually um, just wake up and start doing some stuff. Because, I mean, the fact that they're 1-1 one and, one, uh, and Trubisky has yet to throw a touchdown – I mean, I mean, that's pretty crazy. That's so ridiculous think to think about. Yeah. I, yeah, and they could be 2-0 easily if Trubisky, like I said, just has, shows a little bit of light, you know, becomes an actual, you know, Alex, Smith's, uh, Alex Smith or just performs like, you know, a good quarterback. We'll be fine. We don't need him to be Patrick Mahomes, like I said. To win a Super Bowl, we just can't have them being Blake Bortles. <laughs> <laughs> I feel, like I feel like people don't notice that they were in that Packers game until the last oh, yeah. six minutes of the that game. That game was awesome. That that, that, that it was literally a one possession game that entire game. And if Trubisky could, funny was he threw that pick. They got the ball back again because yes. the Bears defense stopped, you know, you know, showed up and, you know, helped out the offense again. <laughs> and Trubisky had one more shot. And, of course, he couldn't bring – Can't know, do it again. Get, you know, the Bears offense, I think actually that was more on just the whole offense the first game. Trubisky was horrible. But, my God, that Bears offense was atrocious. Awful. Because of yeah. play calling on Nagy. Play calling um, was horrible. Yeah, it was just overall guy. I mean, I kind of came and remember it was just so bad. And I kind of just, you know, put it in the back of my mind. I um, almost <laughs> want to do that to the Denver game. Um, the only thing I'm blacking out is, you know, all the – like 59 minutes and, uh, what, 40, 30 seconds or whatever. And yeah. the last 30 seconds of that game was, you know, beautiful. Um, <laughs> Absolutely. And that's the thing that confuses me. Trubisky, you know, on the, you know, it's fourth and 15. The game's on the line. If he misses, if he, you know, doesn't, you know, make this throw or they end up losing the game, the, the talk is going to be how, you know, how bad Trubisky performed. The offense is still – you know, at a standstill, uh, but instead it's 4th and 15. He and, made the play you know, He stepped up. He made a play. You know, he stepped up. He didn't run because I thought he was going to run. So you did know, I. Gosh, the you game's know, over. Be, game's <laughs> over based on unless he can, you know, make something happen. But he had kept his eyes down the field, which is promising. Now, Allen Robinson was wide open, but, I mean, he made the throw. He didn't overthrow him. He didn't underthrow him. Um, and he made the throw. And then Eddie Pinero, I mean, he made the Big game. dick Eddie. So, I mean, Shout out Eddie Pinero. Uh, it was so I was so mixed. I was so excited at first, you know, and then two hours later, I'm like, we still have a problem, you know, our quarterback. <laughs> exactly. You know? I mean, I, I looked at the stat sheet for Mahomes. He had four touchdowns in one quarter. I'm like, what the fuck? You know, like, holy shit. <laughs> like, when, when the hell is Trubisky ever going to fucking do that? He had six touchdowns last year. So, I mean, it, it gets the Tampa Bay game. So, yeah, I mean, he did. Was, I guess so. 
So, I mean, I'm going to hold my hat on that performance. And I'm hoping he does that on Monday night. Because if he does it on Monday night, six touchdowns or some shit like that, I'm I'm right back on the bandwagon. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Everyone's riding, Mitch. Do you think think that that the hurry-up could be implemented more into the offense? Do you think that helped Trubisky with rhythm? I hope so. It's it's weird because Trubisky, sometimes it looks like he knows what he's doing. And then other times it's like loss. So I'm like, if they – when he does that hurry up offense, sometimes it looks great, and then other times, like I said, he just can't read the defense, and that forces a turnover. Tonight. So I mean, if he knows what he's doing and he feels confident enough to do it, and Nagy trusts him, then yes, because that keeps the defense, you know, you know, on their heels. It, you know, Trubisky is more in command. Um, he gets to read the defense quicker because you know he gets to the line uh, a lot quicker and gets to be able to see what's going on, adjust, uh, audible out of something, or just you know. Uh, bring the tight end, you know, to block, give it to Montgomery. So, I mean, the hurry of offense would benefit if he can, you know, make the proper reads um, of the defense. So, I mean, it's just a weird, because I don't know exactly where Trubisky is right now. I mean, only Nagy really knows that. And, and if you look at the film, it tells us that he has no idea what the hell he's doing. But I don't want to believe that because he's been in the, in the league for three years. He's made some great plays um he had a great season or a good season last year now i think the defense really helped him out and really covered a lot of his um covered his ass a lot of short field yeah exactly yeah i mean if you look yeah i don't want to go back i mean it was a great year for the bears but it was the bears defense that really 100 to 12 and 4 now trubisky had a very promising year and that's why we were so excited about you know the build-up to the packers game is because if this kid took it takes the next step that's the thing if he takes the next step as a franchise quarterback, this team is going to be extremely hard to beat because they're going to be set on the offensive side where they can score 24. If they score above 24 points, there's no other team that can beat them. I, mean, I think the if you can hit that 20. The Pats, if they can just hit 24, not 24 points with the defense scoring, but 24 offensive points, this team's going to be extremely difficult. You're unbeatable. Uh, extremely hard to beat. I would say unbeatable because, if, I mean, looking at Tom Brady and, and, yeah, and Patrick Mahomes – and, Those teams are absolutely City, ridiculous. Yeah, and then Kansas City might be getting uh, Jalen Ramsey, so I mean their defense is going to get a, you know a lot stronger. So I mean it's. Those those two are are, are extremely good, and I, I would, you know I don't even know it's a toss up uh, when it comes to them. So, what are you thinking about this uh, upcoming game in Washington? Case Keenum's looked pretty good. Washington played very competitive against Philadelphia and Philly, and had a good first half against Dallas. What are your opinions on Washington? Yeah, so I mean. Washington Case Keenum looks looks good, um, average. He looks like a you know a, a very average quarterback. Um, he makes some throws. He also you know throws you know some throws. You're like oh my gosh, what are you thinking? But their defense. This is what I want to focus on this year or this week because the offense needs to get going for the Bears and the Washington Redskins have the second worst pass defense uh, when it comes to total QBR in the NFL, which is. It's bad. They are Brutal. extremely bad. They have Josh Norman. So if, if Mitch and Trubisky and this Bears offense can't get jump started or can't you know run over this Washington Redskins defense, we're going to have some huge questions. You're like, in I'm, trouble. I'm, yes, especially yeah, in the NFC so North. If, they, if he can't, if they can't, you know, break out here and he you know somehow regresses or throws two picks, no touchdowns, and a hundred yards, I literally am going to lose my mind and might have to start thinking about you know. Bringing in another quarterback, I'll you know, blow a goddamn waste this year. Another, kid. you know, let's not waste this year. You know, especially if they're, they're one and two, and Trubisky has not shown any life. Um, you know, barring you know, um, just a horrible performance on Monday night, then then we might have to think about it. But I think the Bears, 
are going to pull together. I think Nagy is going to have a really good game plan. I think Mitch is going to be. I think Mitch is going to actually produce. I think he's going to have around 250 yards, two touchdowns, um, no interceptions. Now, I would like to see 300 plus yards, three touchdowns, but I'm not going to, you know. I'm not <laughs> you don't want to get greedy here. Yeah. <laughs> Christmas morning. <laughs> if he can give us two touchdowns, 250 plus yards, oh, yeah. I would be. I would be it's because it's you just need a good sign. That's exceptional. You know? I want to see. I want to see this team, perform, or you know, hit on all cylinders. I want to see if they can blow. If the offense produces points and the defense, you know, stays exactly where it's at, or even plays better against Washington, I want to see what a game would look like when they all are, you know, firing in all cylinders. Oh, it'd be what, dominant. It's going to be forty-two. Is it going to be forty-two nothing, or is Eddie Jackson going to get a pick six? It's going to be. I want to see what this game can be when Mitch Trubisky is not holding them back and actually producing at a, you know, at a. Not an elite level, but just a good quarterback level. Not being—he's literally the worst passer, or I think he's the worst quarterback in almost every important uh, statistic in the NFL I think right he's now. He's thirty-three. And I think he's him, him, him and Cam Newton are right there together. Those two quarterbacks are. Okay. Cam Newton, though, I hate the slander that's going around. He's—he's he's not the same Cam Newton that he was. You know, he's hurt. No, he's, he's old. Been playing injured. Um, I, I don't, is he old? How old is he? I don't he's know. like thirty-one. His his legs aren't the same that they used to be in young yeah. Cam. Yeah. It's just really bad when Trubisky's performing. Now it is only—it's a small sample size when it comes to the season. It's only two games, but when you one, when one's on prime time and then the other one's against Denver on the road, you know it, it's just tough. So it's tough. I want to hear from you. What's your what's your record prediction for them this season, and how far do you think the Bears can actually go if all cylinders start to click? Yeah, so it's, that's a tough spot. I mean, like I said, I really don't want to. My before the season started. I thought they would be around eleven and five. I think ten wins wins the division for the NFC North. So I thought Agreed. eleven and five was was going to be pretty good for them. I didn't think they were going to be able to match the twelve and four wins since they're playing a first place schedule. Oh, yeah. But now uh, seeing the first two games, I I, I don't know. Yeah, um, literally, it's up in the air. Because I wish I wish we could be having this talk after the the Monday night game. I think when it comes to Monday night, we're going to kind of know exactly how far this team can go and if this offense is ever going to be able to, you know, help out the defense and, and become a, you know, a middle of the pack or just a little bit better than than average offense. Now, if, say, Monday night they come out and they produce um, or they have, you know, a coming out party that was supposed to happen on, uh, on Thursday night against the Packers, if they do that uh, and they show light, I think the Bears can definitely hit 11-5 and five just because a lot of their tough games are going to be at home against the Saints, and the Saints are not they're not going to have to play Drew Brees. Um, so I think 11 and 5, I'm going to stick with, I think, 11 and 5. They're going to lose um, a few games um, later in the year just because they're going to be tough when it comes to, you know, Philly um, and Kansas City. But I think 11 and 5, I'm going to stick with that. Now, if the Bears, you know, put up zero points or something like that on Monday night, then I really think it's going to be um, – I think they'll be like seven and, and nine, maybe eight and eight, just because the defense is going to do their job. But the offense with Trubisky, if they can't uh, produce, then we're going to, it's going to be a long, long season. So, and we're not going to be doing a lot of damage if we make the playoffs at all. So, definitely, definitely. I couldn't, I, yeah, you're completely 100% right there. And that eight and eight middle of the road right now is looking more and more possible, more and more possible because of what's going on. So, hopefully, they can pick it up. Um, so we talked a lot about the bears so far. I just want to really, really quickly touch on, uh, the Cubs 
going into this end of this post uh into the postseason, end of this season. They got a lot of games coming up against the Cardinals. They're in a game right now. Um, what do you think they're gonna do from uh more of a not a fan perspective, but more of a uh Go ahead, Frank. And the Brewers are hot. <laughs> and the Brewers are hot. So, like, 14, they're hot. How, do you, how do you think that they're going to fare? Do you think they're going to make the playoffs? The Cubs? Yeah. So, I mean, when it comes to the Cubs, um, the, I mean, it's it's been a tough and, you know, tough up and down season for them. Uh, a lot of injuries. Uh, Rizzo is, you know, back tonight, which is awesome. Yeah, you just hit a home run. Here. Um, I think there it's one one at the top of the no bottom of the fourth. Yeah. Um, so I mean, so when it comes to I think they're they're down to the final stretch. They hold their destiny. They're going to play a lot of games against the Cardinals, who are in first place. If they can take a majority of those and win the division, um, that's the best route. But I think they absolutely make the the, the playoffs. I think they're going to get a wild card spot. Um, now it's really down to these last few games. If they can build some momentum. Baseball is all about the hottest team, so it doesn't matter really what your record is going into the playoffs, but if you get into the playoffs and you're hot, that's a dangerous team. And, and the Cubs, um, they might get Baez back if you know if they do make the playoffs. So I think right now we're going to see exactly how far this team can go when it comes to the structure games that they're going to be up against um, in the next week or two. Um, they're battling the Cardinals, so I think it's, like I said, it's all in their destiny. If they can perform at a high level and get hot um, and make the playoffs, I think they're going to be extremely dangerous. But this, like I said, this whole season's been up and down, so I'm a little nervous to really make any prediction. I just kind of, I'm, I'm really excited to watch, you know, some playoff baseball, um, and I'm hoping the Cubs are going to be there. So, yeah, definitely. As a Cubs fan, it's always good to see a team in the playoffs, but also they yeah. do have a tough schedule going into the end here. So hopefully they can squeeze one out and really make something happen. Um, but overall, we just. Thank you for coming on here, talking with us today. A little Bears football, a little Cubs, uh, a little Bears football, a little Cubs baseball. Uh, this is David Prince. Absolutely. This is David Prince, guys. Um, we'll put his uh, at at the bottom of our podcast. Uh, toss him a follow. Great. He's, he's got some great tweets out there and a <laughs> big diehard Bears fan. So hopefully the Bears can pull it together. I love the Bears tweets. Love them. We love the Bears tweets. We're Oh, man. I'll tell you what. I love them too. But when, when, when the Bears lose or when they lost to the Packers, man, and Trubisky has been playing so poorly, um, a lot of Packers fans in my mentions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a lot of chirps from the Packers. A lot of Packers fans in the bar. Those are the worst. Trubisky is one of the biggest trigger words on Twitter because, like, I don't know what it is, what this guy did, because he seems like one of the most genuine and nicest people, you know, in the world. But so many people hate him. It's just how they got him. It's I, just, yeah, you know, I'm drafting up. It's just bizarre yeah. how how people just want to, you know, shit on him constantly. <laughs> Literally. I don't know, man. And then, like, you don't think the Bears, you know, fan base has been through enough. We went through, you know, Rex Grossman, Cowboy. We need know? a quarterback. We've been waiting. <laughs> Can we not be happy for once, you know? <laughs> Literally. Just please, please, let me be happy. I know, man. It is what it is. But, no, I appreciate you guys having me on. It's been fun. Yeah, all the time. Um, hopefully we hear from you soon. Maybe after that Monday night game we'll have you on again. And, I'll uh, tell you what. If, yeah, if they blow – if the Bears, you know, come out and blow up the Redskins and Trubisky throws for, you know, 300 yards, three touchdowns plus, uh, please have me on. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Either way, I think I might want to hear your opinion right after. So we'll definitely we'll definitely be in touch, and uh, we'll definitely hear from you soon. Thanks, David. You have a great rest of your day. Take care, David. Well, See ya. See Thank you. you. Bye bye. So guys, that was David Prince. Um, like Good guy. I Good like guy. I said, great guy. Uh, had some great takes there. Um, I really liked how he was talking about the Bears, and um, I think a lot of his opinions were very valid.
The only thing he said, it's tough being a Bears fan. Just imagine being a Lions fan. (laughs) (laughs) You got a point right there. I'll tell you that. But yeah, um, so uh, that was a phone conversation. So um, I'm sorry if it was a little hard to hear, but turn that volume up. Give it a listen. Turn it up. Uh, Turn up. We got another half hour coming. Um, Scroll down on our page. We got our normal Friday show coming on after this little Friday hour special. <laughs> we'll have Bad Bet AJ Pota back to give you bad bets for the weekend. And uh, enjoy your Friday and your weekend, guys. Yeah, enjoy your weekend. Um, this is the, like we said, this is the Anything Can Happen podcast where literally anything can happen. We'll drop his at in the bottom. Uh, give him a follow. Give follow us a my follow. my boy David. Give us a like, retweet. Uh, quote anything a um, comment tell comment us if you hate anything. us you like us yeah give us anything uh we love the feedback but um thank you guys for listening and um we'll see you guys soon i gotta go wax the dolphin see ya